Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. And welcome into the point after here on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Saints lose 17-16 and blow a 13-point fourth quarter lead. Here is the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bears rant. Bobby, in the pregame, you were full of hope. That was your A lot theme. of hope. Now, where does that hope stand? What? What the F just happened? How did we freaking lose this game? What? Turn out the lights. The party's over. I mean, you're talking about <coughs> joke. What? Three minutes left, and you can't close out the game, uh, Christian. It was so disappointing. I have. This is probably as disappointing as I have been, um, as being the founding father of that nation, and even as a player. Because there were so many opportunities. Come on, dudes. Come on, different players, different leaders on the team. You got to be able to close out the game. And, no, it's like good night, Irene, now. It's not like, oh, we're going to get them next week. No, you had to win. It's the division game. You had to win this game. Then you have a bye. You feel good about yourself. Then you beat the Falcons. You got to beat Carolina. And then you, it didn't matter really with the Eagles. But, but, that, but no, you had to win this game because we, we got to win the NFC Doubt, uh, which is not the NFC South. Uh, the team that's going to win the NFC Doubt is going to have a losing record and is going to host a playoff game, and we had that opportunity. And, no, it, it was so disappointing. Okay. Everybody's at the end is going to take up for Mark Ingram. Okay, okay, watch the film. Watch the replay. Okay, he's hurt. He goes to the sideline. He takes a knee. What? He, he ain't that hurt like he got shot out of the stands and he fell on his face. How about you fall forward, get the first down, or at least stay inbounds? What are you doing? Don't you know? the task at hand, and your responsibility? I mean, th- that to me blew my mind. Because it's not like a first-year player. Come on, ain't Mark Ingram's first rodeo. To do that, what are you doing? What are you doing? You know what? The old school coaches, sorry, uh, we enjoy what you did for this team. You're freaking cut. You might be the all-time leading rusher for the Saints. You're out of here. It cost you the game. You cost you the game. You're not smart. They wouldn't have had enough time to come back. What all would occur after that and all that, the great Tom Brady, this and that. No, no, Christian, like you said, it's the Saints. How can you be plus two in the turnover margin and lose? I would like to see how many teams this NFL season was plus two and they lost a game. We might be the only team. Dust off that. You used to keep that stat with Sean Payton. What were the Saints at plus two? Oh, uh, uh, Christian. 
If I have that, listen, they don't even give me that stat no more because it's embarrassing uh, with Coach Allen compared to Sean Payton. No, no, but Christian, when they were plus two, it was like, you know, it's a, it's a big sample size. It was like freaking ridiculous. It was like basically you winning 90% of the time. Right now we plus two. I don't know. We might win. We might not win. No, it, it, it was just an embarrassing performance. And listen, I'm tired of this. Listen, I, I love... I love our young players and what they're going to do. But Chris Olave is not a great receiver. He's very good. He's a very good receiver. How about you catch the freaking football? I cannot believe who gave Troy Aikman and all this information. They said, oh, his first career drop in 95 targets. They don't watch the Saints. Where did they get that info from? And I, I, and I, I said, no, uh, Olave is very good, but he's not great. I mean, where did they get that number for? He's... Christian, he's dropped at least a handful of not six passes. He had a drop last week where he didn't survive the ground, remember? With the, against the 49ers. But that, that's happened uh, six times. And he, maybe he's little. He don't get the yards after the catch. He's not uh, like, I don't know, he may not be like a big receiver and all that. And he, he kind of falls down like Brandon Cooks. I mean, I, I don't see him getting uh, that much yak a lot of times unless he's running past a defender. And even the tough Taysom Hill. How about, and I'm not just taking up for the quarterback, but damn it, uh, Andy Dalton was that freaking good. Andy Dalton was 20 of 28. He should have been 23 of 28. Look at that throw he made it in. Come on, Taysom Hill. You wanted to start players on the team. Uh, how about you make the catch? How about you make the catch? Okay, Jarvis Landry, everybody in today's society, why in high school, little league, college, God gave you two hands. Why you want to make the highlight uh, uh, real like Odell Beckham? Oh, I want to have a one-handed catch so I could be on maybe ESPN Top 10 or something or, or, or uh, whatever, Yahoo and all that stuff that you just sent out so it could go viral. That would be YouTube. Uh, YouTube, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So if I make a one-handed catch, oh, some people might look at that. If I make a good quality two-handed catch, people aren't going to observe that. Jarvis Landry, how you cannot catch that ball? That ball is right there. And I'm not just taking it for Andy Dalton. I'm telling That's you. That's a touchdown if he catches it's it. It's a touchdown. The Saints are a bad team right now because they're not getting the results. To lose this game, I'm telling you, since I started covering the Saints, even under Sean Payton, maybe somebody can recall some other game. But maybe I would just hope because I wanted the Saints to be relevant to finish the season strong. That was embarrassing. Like what? How in the hell we lost this game? You you got you can't sugarcoat it. Not like oh, oh come on, we got to be for the home team. Hell, they're, they're pros. You can critique them. Everybody's two buddy buddies. You, they got to hold each other more accountable. Or what's gonna occur? You you, you know who I'm gonna hold accountable? And like I said, Chris, he wasn't even in freaking training camp. I don't know. He's with the trainer trying to get well. Rashid Shahid. Now now that young guy, he came to play. He had 160 yards total, punt, kick returns, pass receiving. He's been reliable. That's a guy that's been a reliable. You know who hasn't been reliable and finally uh, came up big and was reliable tonight was Marcus May. We're paying that guy millions of dollars. He finally decided to come to play at the end of the season against Tampa Bay. He had 11 total tackles, led the team, eight unassisted. He was bringing the wood. He had eight unassisted tackles. He was outstanding. But where has that been all year? Were you saving yourself? And Honey Badger, Honey Badger's just old. Honey Badger, listen, he wants to make plays. 
and he's one of the greatest players, I say, that ever came out of Louisiana. Definitely one of the greatest LSU Tigers. But that's the reason why the Kansas City Chiefs didn't pay him. Watch Honey Badger when he goes uh, around a pile. Or some. He, he tiptoes. He's looking to like, oh, don't come flying around and get me hurt. And let me just go tag the guy or let me just bring him down. No, like, what are you saving yourself for? No, it is so discouraging the way this team is playing. All the money they make this day and age to lay an egg like they did against Tampa Bay is a disgrace. It's a disgrace because the team's better than this. When all of a sudden you've had Tampa Bay's number, you're giving Tom Brady the business, and then you fall apart. Yeah, the coaches have to be held accountable too because they're the ones that's leading the players. But if you're a veteran, you got to know the game situation, the task at hand. That's why, again, Mark Ingram, come on, dude. I don't care if you hurt. Let's say that, that you blow both your knees. Don't go out of bounds. you got to keep the clock no, running. you got to fall He deliberately falling. stepped out of bounds. He deliberately stepped out of bounds. Yes, and then he takes a knee on the sideline. He ain't that freaking hurt. you got to cut up the field and get a first down, or you got to land in bounds to keep the clock running and make them call a timeout. That's just dumb football. And Mark Hanger has been playing too long to make a dumb mistake like that. They ain't no excuses. So when Dennis Allen says, oh, the player got hurt, the player got hurt, Man, who are you fooling? We know enough football. We watch football. We know what's real and what's not real. Come on. You, you stud players got to be studly. And we haven't been studly enough this season. That's the bottom. You want to know why we at where we're at right now? Because our star players haven't played like stars. You know how your great players got to play great and your average players got to play good? While great players have played good and our good players have played uh, average or maybe below that. The studs have played like duds, Bobby. Well, not all the time, but, but a lot of the time. A good portion of the season when you're 4-9. Yeah. No, man, how, how do we? Listen, you want to give the Houdat Nation hope, you got to win this damn game. It was there for the taking. We had him where we wanted him, and we let him go. Well, what was that? Who's that Denny Green. Signs of Denny Green, yeah. We, we uh, let him off the hook. We let, no, we, we, we let him off the hook, yeah. Played uh, Denny Green because that's a, so appropriate what occurred at the end of this game. That that's what Dennis Allen should have came and ranting rave the and Bucks, said. The Bucks like, are who we, we thought they the were. Yeah. The Bucks are who we thought they were, and we let them off the hook. Yeah, we let them off the hook. I mean, we've had their number. They went. I'm looking at this. It, it's unbelievable. They went. I gotta find this because this is so ridiculous. They went in eleven and a half quarters. Eleven and a half quarters, and, and and they finally got a touchdown after eleven and a half quarters. Really, more almost eleven. Uh, it, and three it, quarters. it was like a, a, eleven quarters. Yeah, eleven and three quarters, almost twelve. Where the hell am like the six points? Come on, finish the deal. Did they know that if we don't win this game, the season's over? Well, what are they going to do? Going to pack their U-Haul right there on their line highway and, and go to their vacation destination or wherever they live? Going to go home? Come on. Man, uh, you got to have more pride than that. Uh, they, there's no way. I would rather us get our ass kicked and be embarrassed than all of a sudden you play like this and you think you can just cruise it to the end. Well, you have to have that fire in the belly throughout the game. That, that is very frustrating. Right now, uh, I I am so discouraged. I, I I haven't been discouraged like this in a long time. If you're on hold, sit tight. Seventeen sixteen, the Buccaneers beat the Saints. The Saints now four and nine, and here is and the Willie Nelson yeah, going out. Well, the, the Buccaneers are the suckiners. They just think if they beat us, they, they, the Buccaneers aren't good. Here's your song, Bobby. Yeah, right here. Here it is. This is turn the out the lights. The party's over. Well, we got to get the turn out the lights or the, 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 the verse. 
Turn out the lights. The party's over. All right, coming to your calls next here on the point after on a community coffee. New Orleans. Good night, Saints, Irene. Play good night, Irene. Also, seventeen ten. Back here on the point after. Tampa Bay Buccaneers beat the Saints. I don't want to keep being repetitive, but you're plus two for the game. Eight minutes to go in the game. Your win probability was ninety five point eight percent for the Saints. Ninety five point eight percent. Back to our Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text lines. Find easy, easy. You're on the point after. How y'all doing, gentlemen? Listen, um, I'm a, I, I'm gonna try to keep it simple. I got a, I got a lot of things I'm thinking about that I'm frustrated with. But listen, I'm I'm, I'm gonna get on this. Mark Ingram, what he did didn't make any sense. But I'm gonna tell you, Pete Carmichael, in my opinion, is the dumbest offensive coordinator in the league. Now this is two weeks in a row where he had opportunity to give Taysom the ball on the on what for third and two or fourth and one or third and one, and he didn't get him the ball. Taysom is a physical runner. Taysom is not somebody you want to send out to catch the pass with five people hanging around him. That is not what he does. That is not his forte. You are not putting him in a position to have success. He did that last week against Tampa Bay. I mean, against the 49ers, throwing him a live pass. Let him run the ball. Easy. I appreciate. Look, I, I appreciate your. your I appreciate all what you're saying, but hear me out. Easy. Hear me out. Hear me out. Would we be having this conversation if Mark Ingram doesn't go out of bounds one yard short of the first down on second and eight when he picks up seven and deliberately steps out of bounds? We would not be having this conversation. Mark Ingram is is too veteran of a player to make that dumb of a mistake. That's a mistake. Well, no, because the clock's moving. They got to use their timeout, and you get a first down. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. You've been running Taysom. There's no way you should be throwing the ball because now you, you're you not going to – the clock is not going to run if the ball gets incomplete. Just run Taysom. It's one yard. Well, it's it, one it, yard. It, it, well, it shows it, you they don't have confidence in their offensive line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, it, it, easy. I think sometimes just to play smash mouth in third and one. You know, we gave it to the fullback. We got a first down on a short yardage. But right now um, – we don't have confidence like we used to have back in the day when we had Jari Evans and Carl Nix or in the middle. Uh, that we, we could be in a third and three, we might still run it. Going back right now, going uh, third, third and one, uh, we're not like I, I don't know. We have to trick them. We can't just like manhandle them. Bobby, go back to last week against the 49ers when they were in the red zone uh, on a fourth down. I think it's fourth and two, fourth and one. They didn't run the ball. We're trying to trick them. We they didn't run the ball because like, they don't have confidence in their offensive yeah, line. Yeah, that, that we're going to dominate. We feel like we have to trick them instead of just manhandling them, manhandling them and winning uh, man-to-man. Listen, I, I don't know. Uh, listen, uh, where are we at right now? Let's go on pecan. Uh, you could forget winning the NFC South, which is the NFC South, uh, which a losing record is going to end up winning the division. So uh, when you look at probably. So when you look at where it's at right now, and then, you know, um, depending on how the team finishes, uh, you know, you can get fired after one year or you can keep your job. I think as of right now, I think Dennis Allen would probably keep his job with Mickey Loomis. And then you got to make other changes. Now, you, you might, and the people talk about the offensive coordinator or whatever, I can tell you right now. Okay, well, what do you think would happen if the Saints uh, will let go Pete Carmichael, who He's would hire him? He's going to the Chargers. And uh, Sean, Sean Payton goes Payton. to L- L.A. He'd be Sean Payton's right-hand man. Mm-hmm. So maybe that might be his role for the future. 
I mean, that, that's why you can't feel sorry for any of these coaches because they network enough and they have enough ties to be placed. The same thing with Dennis Allen. Let's say Dennis Allen is not a head coach in the future. He has enough skins in the wall. You don't think he has an NFL job? He has an NFL defensive coordinating job. You know who would hire him? Sean, Sean Payton. Payton. So, yeah, so that's, I mean, that's why they say, oh, man, come on, you're too hard on the coaches and all that. That's a bunch of BS. They get paid a lot of money, and uh, much is given, much is required. You, you can't be, like, half-stepping and feel like, oh, you got to give them a chance. you got to give them a chance. You don't have two or three years to build your program. It's year to year. I'm telling you. Two coaches already got fired. Six to eight coaches get fired every year. They're gonna have, um, it's going to happen because everybody wants to win. Everybody can't win. That's just the nature of the beast and the business. If you're Dennis Allen and, and you're, you have a hand in this loss and the way you did squander a 13-point lead, you didn't do yourself any favors with making a case for your job to be maintained with the same. And I, and I like Dennis Allen. I, I think Dennis Allen's a fine man. I think he knows uh, what he's doing defensively. But you know what? I think Sean Payton might have went berserk and, and telling Mark Ingram, what the hell are you going out of bounds for? I don't, I don't know, grab him by the jersey. And then, I don't know, maybe you can't do that this day and age with the players. Oh, you do rough with them. You can't, be, you can't discipline them. And say, what are you doing? You got to go forward. Don't go out of bounds. Wow, Get the first also down. Gross mismanagement of the clock. It was gross mismanagement. Mismanagement the clock. That's a great point, Christian. I don't know that Sean Payton makes that mistake. And look, that's the shadow you got to live in, DA. You took the job. I mean, it is what it is. You followed Sean Payton, so you took the job. Well, if he's trusting Pete Carmichael in that role managing the clock, uh, then you got. That's gotta, where Darren Rizzi comes into play. That's where. Okay, then uh, whoever's supposed to be Dennis Allen's right hand man, you got to give him the business and say, come on, you let me down. Coming back to your calls next here on The Point After on the Community Coffee, New Orleans Saints Radio Network. I feel like I've been punched in the face. Or maybe the gut or the groin. 17, 16, Or like Saints you're down fall. in the gutter outside, you're humid, you're sweating, and then you got knocked out, and you wake up, and you're like, man, what the hell just happened? Yeah. What am I doing here? I, I thought I was living a prosperous life, and the Huda Nation has been prosperous as of late. But right now, Christian, we've gone back uh, two decades. Is this like uh, before the 21st century? Like you said, 98-99, the dysfunction of like the Mike Ditka years. And Mike Ditka was a great football player, but not necessarily. He was, listen, it's a shame that he, uh, I mean, I think he won a Super Bowl. You got to give him that. But he should have won way more than one Super Bowl with the talent they had with the Bears. So I think Mike Ditka, uh, the one thing he's done, Christian, he's really has helped the uh, older players out with their pension. And his wife's a lawyer, him and John Riggins. Well, I got to give him credit with that. At this point, when I don't know, is, I went off on that tangent. <laughs> when you lose and blow a lead like this, what does that do within the locker room in terms of the confidence in the coaches? Do the players question that at that point? Well, uh, then the big guy in the sky don't lie. And when you look at opportunities when you got to make a significant play, you watch the film. And then, you know, you might say, oh, like everybody, you know, they hit their chest or like, oh, my bad, my bad. You keep touching your chest like, oh, my bad, my bad, uh, my bad, my bad, go get a real job. And you got to do something else. And they get somebody else to do your job. Come on, you got to be consistent. You got to do things consistently well to be a pro if you're going to succeed. It's like a kicker. You could be like, I'm a kicker, 
and I'm making kicks, and everyone, uh, you know, they take it for granted. But you start missing, they're looking at you like, come on, kick the damn ball and make it. But are the players or, or looking go at, at some of the coaches going, wait a minute? Um, they, they, they can evaluate the play calls and, and, and what occurred. But it's still, to, see, to me, I, I never was one sometimes to blame the coaches. I think you got to execute the plays that are called because there's still an opportunity to have success within a play. So I, I think uh, you, scrub, you scrub my back, I scrub yours, you know, you scratch it, I scratch yours, you know. So they, they all have a hand in this. So when you want to say just uh, uh, pass, um, uh, you know, the responsibility, oh, it's the coaches, the coaches, oh, the coaches, oh, the players, the players. No, we all in this together. And we all let down the hood at nation. I we all it. let down the hood at nation. And I'll tell you what, it's a disgrace because it was Tom Brady and the Bucks, which you have dominated and you could continue to dominate, and you let them go. You had them by the throat. Come on, when you got them down, you got to kick them when they when they down. You know, they're not like, oh, uh, pick them up. Kick them when they down. Keep kicking them. Put the nail in the coffin. And you got to put extra nails in case they're a vampire and they're trying to get out. And use some garlic. Right? Yes. This uh, is put the a point stake after. in the heart. Put a stake in the heart right when you need to. This is the point after here on the Community Coffee in the World of Saints Radio Network. Selling a little or a lot. <laughs> Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast how powerful is cox internet powerful enough to let your band members in vegas phoenix and rhode island jam like you're all in the same garage Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Back here on The Point After on the Community Coffee, New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Saints lose 17-16 at the hands of Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Brady... Bobby, listen to this. 0-37 in the regular season and 1-43, including the playoffs, when trailing by 13 points in the fourth quarter of his NFL career. The only win, that 1-43, coming in Super Bowl, what was that, of 51 versus the Falcons. What? 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 No, no. So we have when something. The Falcons were up 28-3. So we have something in common with, with the Falc- the Falcons? Oh. Oh, what I don't like that, and and it's dealing with Tom Brady. No, it's not. Uh, it's a regular season game. It's not the Super Bowl, but still, how do we let him off the hook? No, that, that it's embarrassing. It is truly embarrassing, and and you can't sugarcoat it. And it's not like I'm not going to try and sugarcoat it. And uh, it's a bottom line: uh, did you take care of business or did you not? And uh, and, and we did not. No, it, it's like, and you know what. I don't normally feel sorry for pros, but you might say, and listen, listen, the red rifle, you know, I understand the task at hand. Either you're a winning quarterback, you're not a winning quarterback. I look at the red rifle. You know what's crazy about Andy Dalton? I don't know why. Maybe he's a ginger and is the red hair or something. He only could play in the daylight. He don't want to come out at night. But his primetime record has been horrendous. I think he played well enough to win. If you look at Andy Dalton, his woes in primetime games have continued. When you think about it now, he's 6-21. He was 6-20 in primetime games. Now, as a Saints quarterback in primetime games, he's 0-3. And then on the road... Uh, he's now uh, on the road in prime time. This is going back to the Bengals and everything. He's 0-13. So, I mean, that, that's somewhat a coincidence. But didn't y'all think who that nation, if you truly objective, didn't you think Andy Dalton played winning football tonight to help the Saints win? You might say, well, if he's playing winning football, we got to score 30-some points. I don't necessarily look at it that way, considering uh, that – the way Tampa Bay and, and Saints games have unfolded and the outcome of games. No, I, I thought the Saints would win like 20 to 17. End up being uh, 17 to 16. You know, the Bucks opened up a six and a half point favor right before the game. They were three and a half point favored. So, you know, people who bet money, the Saints still cover. But to not win outright, no, it, it, it's truly a disgrace considering that when the game was on the line, Okay, Christian, I think you had said it was like three minutes and, and three seconds to be exact. 75% chance uh, of winning. Three minutes, three seconds. We were up 16 to three. You know what this reminds you of? Even the worst version of this, 
when last year we were up by 11 points against the Giants, I think, with eight minutes. Remember that game in the Dome? Mm-hmm. I think we're up by 11 with eight minutes. I'm like, how in the hell we lost that game? Well, this is even worse. This, this is way worse because a division opponent to keep hope alive. Well, well, there ain't no damn hope no more. They ain't nobody, okay, let, well, you know, the who that Navy used to be like uh, before uh, Sean Payton and all, well, uh, well, this season might be over. Who are we going to draft? Who are we going to draft? Uh, I don't know. We better get something for Sean Payton because our draft pick is going to the Eagles. So, I, I, I mean, it's very discouraging right now looking at this decade. It was very promising from 2006. You look even going into this decade for 16 years. But over the next decade – I think it's a big challenge for Mickey Loomis and the Saints. And uh, Ms. Gale and on, where are they going to be? Uh, because right now, uh, this is totally uh, a game that you do not take advantage of an opportunity. And it's embarrassing. No, this is an embarrassing loss. Uh, Christian, I would have rather, you know how we whip Tampa Bay in Tampa 38-3? to and Remember Bruce Arians didn't want to get shut out, so he kicked the damn field goal because it had been 38 to nothing. Are we won 9-0? Uh, I'd rather almost be like 13-0 how we lost to the 49ers than how we lost tonight. I'm like, what we had, what we were dominating this team and had this game, and then you let them off the hook. That You, you got to have that killer instinct, and obviously this team does not. All right, we'll step away and come back to your calls. This is the point after here on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Back here on the point after, Saints lose 17-16 to the – Tampa Bay Buccaneers are now 4-9 on the season. Bobby and Christian here on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Glenn in River Ridge. What's going on, Glenn? You're on the point after. Hello, up, Glenn. Guys? Hey, Glenn. What you got? Yeah, I wanted to talk. Just like y'all were reading my mind, man. Uh, the third one with Mark Ingram, that killed everything. But, I mean, that was a second down. Then you had the third down. It was still one yard to go, and they throw a side pass. Yeah, we ran a slant. We ran a slant route. Ran a slant route. Then you stopped the clock again. We didn't eat up any clock. No. Thirty-one seconds on that drive. No, that, that that's a bunch of BS. Yeah, yeah that you you, you got to you got to eat up the clock so Tom Brady don't have enough time to come back. And it's Tom Brady. I want to go back to when we kicked that second field goal to go up sixteen to three. Yeah. At some point, you got to go. You got to go for it. It's fourth and short. You can go up 20 to 3, and even if Brady comes back and scores two touchdowns with two 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 point conversions, still only 20 to 19. And to me, that they should have went for that second, shouldn't have kicked the second field goal. And then about Dennis Allen, he's a great man. I like him, but he's a great coordinator. But to me, he's not a leader of men, and I really think they got to do something with that. I mean, I don't, it ain't Andy Dalton's fault. I mean, I, I just think Dennis Allen, he's a good guy, good coordinator. I just don't think he's a leader of men. And I want to ask you all one more thing. Who do you think is a better quarterback, better quarterback right now, uh, Andy Dalton or Russell Wilson? I'm going to hang up the list. Oh, Andy oh, Dalton. Uh, 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 Russell Wilson stealing money. Oh, my God. They're they, they ready to run him out of town in Denver, but they can't because they're paying him so much money. What did they lose, 10-9? to nine? What, what, what was nine. that, a high baseball score? No, no, uh, ooh, boy, the, 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 listen, Russell Wilson's not going anywhere, so they got to make a coaching change. I don't think Sean Payton wants to go there. And, and, and you know what's a, a They tra- don't have any draft picks anyway. No, but you know what's a travesty with that? Look how good and where their defense is ranked. That being the Broncos. No, it's Russell Wilson. Uh, but yeah, listen, he, he was hanging out. What was that? Uh, Wimbledon or U.S.? No, U.S. Open. He's hanging out at the U.S. Open with his. Uh, international wife and all that. 
man, listen, it's football season. You got to be focused on football. He's too much being like a, he needs to get back to his roots and not be into like being a, a star. How about you go back to your roots when you were a North Carolina State quarterback that transferred to Wisconsin, that all of a sudden beat the odds at Seattle. No, then uh, what's her name? Sierra, whatever. Mm-hmm. Then you marry her, and then all of a sudden you're jet-setting, and you're not the same person. He used to be a humble Christian. Maybe he's still a humble Christian because he seems like a good guy, but uh, he, he's not getting it done on the field. It's a production business. he got to get it done with the Broncos, and, and, and he's obviously not getting it done. And uh, him and Colin Murray, well, what is the Cardinals going to do? They can't get rid of Colin Murray. They paid him all the money. He has to stay, too. He's Bobby. I'm Christian. It's the point after here on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. 17-16 Saints fall to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in Tampa. Blow a 13-point fourth quarter lead. Bobby, when was the last time going back to DA's time even with the Raiders that he won back-to-back games? Well, uh, it's a big enough uh, sample size. Uh, and you look at Coach Allen. Um, he's been a head coach for 49 games. Uh, I think that's a lot of games. Allen has been a head coach. For 49 games, uh, only once has his teams won back-to-back games. And that came way back in 2012. Mm, so that's, uh, what, a decade? Yes, a decade. In his first season within the Oakland Raiders, who are now in Las Vegas, when they beat the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Kansas City Chiefs in consecutive weeks. So, Christian, I was hoping uh, that all of a sudden, uh, a decade later, he was going to do that against Tampa Bay. We're going to have the bye week, and then he was going to beat Atlanta. But uh, not so fast. No, no, no back-to-back wins. Hey, come on. You have to go with Christian. I've been a part of nine-game uh, winning streaks, six-game winning streaks. So I've been part of winning streaks. You don't have to have, like, uh, a handful, but you got to have um, – you know, at least two or three games. You might lose one, and you win two or three more. You have to have the ebb and flow of those type of games in the National Football League. So, uh, you know what's frustrating, though, when I look where the team is at? And a lot of times, you know, this day and age, they say, well, to have a winning team and to be a playoff team, well, you have to have a magical quarterback. Okay, you probably might have to, like, like everyone loved to have a Joe Burrow, loved to have a Patrick Mahomes, uh, look, uh, Jalen Hurts, what he's doing with the Eagles. But don't, y'all, don't you think that Andy Dalton is very Kurt Cousins-like, or Kurt Cousins is Andy yeah. Dalton? Yeah. So I've watched Andy Dalton play a number of games, the Red Rifle. And when I observe what has occurred, now, no, listen, he's had some games, well, uh, and I would say a couple, that Andy Dalton was not a difference maker to help us win that game. But even in the Cardinals, you know when he threw those pick sixes? But you remember the first pick six? When he hits uh, Callaway right in the hands and it pops up and he has a pick six. So you might look at the Ravens. You might look at a game that didn't work out how you wanted it to work out. But right now, what has occurred in watching the Saints this season you might say, oh, just draft a young quarterback. Just get a magical guy in here. It's going to make all the difference. we got to blow it up and rebuild everything. I'm telling you right now, the stability that Andy Dalton brings, I don't know when that's going to happen, the future quarterback. 
But Andy Dalton is a professional enough, brings enough stability, whether it be next year, going into uh, 2024, 23-24, he'd be the guy that would be the best transition. Uh, Chris, you understand what I'm saying? I'm yeah. Not, he's not the future. He's a bridge guy. The bridge guy, exactly, would be who's the future guy. Because Andy Dalton is not the reason why right now we don't have a chance to win the NFC South. There's too many other uh, players that you're counting on, great players, who have laid an egg. Or they have not st- stepped up. You, you know what I like? And did you see Dennis Allen, how fired up he was when Cam Jordan uh, punched out that ball? He was. He went up to Cam Jordan. Uh, he was ranting and raving and said, that's what I'm talking about. Read his lips. Look back on the TV copy and see how Dennis Allen was congr- congratulating Cam Jordan on that play, which was outstanding. But I guess, you know, that was the right time to maybe show that kind of emotion, but I think the fans are wanting to sh- show more of th- th- that type of emotion more often. But at least he showed the passion there with Cam Jordan getting the punch out. But what was the play? Uh, was it like all of a sudden, uh, whose helmet did it go off? And Caden Ellis had a chance for a pick. Was that it was a batted ball? Uh, uh, ball batted by uh, a shy tuttle. Uh, shy tuttle. We could have been like plus three. Mm-hmm. What? Uh, we might have been the only team maybe in a handful of years that you're plus three and you don't win the game. I mean, you'd have been like in the eight percentile or whatever. But, yeah, Charlie's still looking that up. Who's plus two this season and did not win? That, that, that's totally unacceptable because we said, okay, can we take away the football? Can we protect it? Well, you know what? We protected the football and we took it away. And we still lost. When you win a game like Tampa Bay just did, uh, you tell me, do you feel like you stole one? Hell yeah. Tampa Bay knows they stole that game. And they, 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 they didn't whip the Saints. No, uh, like a whooping is like what we did to Tampa Bay at Tampa when we beat them 38-3, to and they just kicking a field goal so they don't get shut out. Like 9-0, to th- that was this type of game, but we don't let them come back into the game. But, uh, no, uh, like how we beat the Raiders. Remember Derek Carr was almost crying? After the game, when we won twenty-four to nothing, and the Raiders are playing well right now. Look how we whipped the Raiders twenty-four to zero. No, that's an ass whipping. That 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 that's that very humbling. Today, no, it's it's when you know you're there and you could do it, and you don't do it. That's the most discouraging thing, not only for the fan base but also for the team. He's Bobby. I'm Christian. It's the point after coming to your calls next here on the Community Coffee. New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Bobby and Christian back here on the point after 17-16. Saints lose to Tampa Bay in the final moments of the game. Hector in New Orleans. Go ahead, Hector. You're on the point after. Hey, guys. This is probably the most um, pathetic display of football I think we've ever seen in Saints history. But I want to make a couple of points here, and then um, I'll let you guys um, um, give me a comment back. The thing that was frustrating me all night long was just three things. Okay, when we go to the red zone the second time around, Jarvis Landry, you got to catch that ball. It hits your hand; it has to. You have to catch it. That's right. a touchdown. Right. The, the next time, the next time we go to the red zone, we put in Trevor Pennington. Mark Gilman goes up the Penny. middle. Pennington. Pennington. He goes up the middle. We don't gain anything. Then we get too many men 
um, 12 men. That can't happen. That can't happen. But Hector, talk about that that twelve man thing. Uh, th- that has to be coaching. It has to be communication with the players, players, coaches, I, I, coaches, I, players. That can never happen. It's it never not, happened under Drew Brees. It, 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 it's not like it's not like it's not like PE football. It but, never happened on. under Drew Brees. But 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 hear me. But hear me up. The next time we go to the red zone, he comes in again, and we only gain so many yards. Okay, so I'm wondering. Okay. Didn't work this time around. Then the third time, uh, right before Mark Ingram decides that I don't want to play anymore, I'm just going to go to the uh, the sideline. The play before that on first and ten, they bring in Ter- Trevor um, Pennington again. It's Pennington. As an eligible, Hector. It's, Pennington. It, Hector, it's Pennington, Trevor Pennington. Pennington. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm a little bit frustrated because of the game. So we put him in. We don't gain anything. Then Mark Ingram does that full play. So to me, I'm thinking overall. Lack of communication from the coaching staff to the players. The players don't want to play. They're overachieving. They're garbage players. We've got no star players. And not only that, there was one point at the um, during the game, Andy Dalton had to tell him, get out. What are you doing here? Get back to the sideline. He was he was frustrated because he was trying to come in, and he told him, get off the field. Right. So the, 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 there's something going on, well, and I'll be surprised if Dennis Allen survives Another year. I, I just don't nah, see it happening. Nah, it nah, can't. Nah. No, no. Hector, let me tell you why he's going to survive, because we're nice. We're nice people, Miss Gale and Mickey Loomis and all. Uh, unless they lose uh, every remaining game, uh, it does depend how we're going to finish the season, even though, to me, uh, you can't get fired and be one and done. It happens all the time in the NFL. It's not like, oh, you got to give me two or three years to build my program. Hell no. Everybody wants to win. you got to win now. Or we make changes. That happens all the time. Six, seven, eight coaches get fired every year. But I don't think they would do that uh, with Dennis Allen. Now, they might tell him to make uh, coaching changes, and then you make a change or you tweak this or that. You know what's frustrating, Hector? And I can tell you this. Now, when I'm watching Pete Carmichael to call plays, and I'm looking like Sean Payton, because Pete Carmichael basically called, um, like, I think it was like almost three and a half seasons and the 16 seasons on the Sean Payton, you know, bounty gate and all that. The greatest game the Saints ever had was against the Colts. Mm-hmm. And uh, P- Pete Carmichael, now yeah, Drew Brees at quarterback, called the plays. But our offensive line was dominant. Overall, our offensive line has been dominant through the years, well over a dozen years. But as of right now, offensive line, I think Pete Carmichael says, eh, I don't know if we can block them. That's why you look at number of times if we're in a goal-to-goal situations. I don't care whether it's Mark Ingram, if we have Latavius Murray, whoever you might have, or Ingram, whatever, uh, that we ain't pounding crap. I was about to say the S word, but I can't say that. We ain't pounding nothing. We going in there, eh, it's like we're running into a wall. It's like it's a worthless play. Where before in the past, I remember us, okay, we inside goal to goal. We can run it in. And we were blocking who we had to block, and we weren't getting whipped one-on-one. Right now, offensive line's not that good. So, again, we got to trick people to get in the end zone. Like, look at the beginning of the season. Taysom Hill kind of trick plays, you know, to score. Oh, look, Taysom Hill's taking Alvin Kamara's touchdowns away. You know, it was part of tricking the defense. But then they catch on to that. 
But I'm talking about, okay, it's third and one, and let's say you're going to go for it on fourth down. Shame on you if it's third and one if you can't get a yard on back-to-back plays. I don't care if you know. You know what? The old school, when you say, no, we're running right here, stop us. Mm-hmm. And you go, man to man, you blow them out. No, we're going to get blown back, and we, ain't gonna, we might get minus yards. Right now, that's why I think Pete Carmichael feels like we cannot just run the ball like we've done in the past when we have goal-to-goal situations. Or even short yardage. Yeah, same thing. All right, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification here on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. The Saints blow a 13-point fourth-quarter lead fall to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 17-16. It's the point after here on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. Back here on the point after on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Bobby, what's bugging you about today's game brought to you by J and J Exterminators, Louisiana's independent exterminating company. Well, what's bugging Mark Ingram, perhaps? No, 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 no. Uh, no that's definitely bugging me. Uh, but, but, but I'm gonna get off that train. Cause I, listen, I can't believe Dennis Allen though took up for him. And saying, oh, he was hurt. No, just look at the film and what occurred. He ain't that freaking hurt. You got to go up the field, get the first down, or keep the clock running to make Tampa Bay call a timeout. You can't go out of of bounds and save yourself. What is this, Franco Harris? Uh, The Steelers, a lot of times, Alma Kamara runs like Franco Harris. What? Hello, hello, I'm just telling the truth. I mean, they try to save themselves, I understand. But what bugs me about what occurred uh, tonight in the game. Because I've been saying, can we please get a takeaway? Can we get a takeaway? Well, we get two takeaways. We plus two in the turnover margin, and we still can't win. I don't know, Christian. I'm giving up. I'm giving up the ghost. I'm like, and the reason why I'm giving up is because it was the NFC South game. This was two for one. We had to win this game, and there still was a light at the end of the tunnel. And that light at the end of the tunnel was a ray of hope. Boy, you know, you win Tampa Bay, you win tonight. Boy, you go into the bye week, you're feeling good about yourself. Atlanta's coming to town. Boy, you won back-to-back games. 
two division opponents, all of a sudden, now you might, we might be able to host a playoff game. But all of a sudden, that light at the end of the tunnel, what you think is hope, and you're running to that light, and it's a damn train that runs you behind over. <laughs> Christian, it ain't, it ain't, in other words, it's something, oh, I'm going to the light in the Boom. tunnel. And they, wham, and just bring it, smack you, done. You just got squashed like a net, and it's over. It's mm. over. It's over. This ain't like like Deuce said. Uh, you know what they have left? Four games. They have four more games. They have four more games to play. Now, are you going to be a pro or not? Because it's in your best interest. If you want to continue your NFL career, the big eye in the sky don't lie, so you're always being judged about your performance and what you put on tape and what you put on the field. And then you see if you're part of the Saints' future or if you have an NFL future. So you can't just go like, man, I'm checked out. No, you checked out, then you got to go get a real job. So you cannot be checked out. you got to be a pro, and you got to perform as a pro, even though you're not really playing for nothing because you can't play for a wild card anymore. We poo-pooed that. Uh, anybody in the NFC South, they poo-pooed that. It had to be whether you were Carolina, Atlanta, or, or Tampa Bay, or the Saints. It was like, who's going to win this, uh, this graceful uh, division? It was kind of like, uh, you know, the West, the NFC West. Again, I always say this. It just shows you want to get to the postseason because that year, what, uh, the Beast Mode and the Seahawks, they were 7-9. and nine. We were 11-5. and five. We had to go to Seattle. What? We should have been hosting that damn game. We went into Seattle and we lost. Well, somebody in the NFC South is going to be hosting a home playoff game. Anything can happen in one game because it's not a series. He's Bobby. I'm Christian. It's the point after here on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Back again on the point after here on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Bobby Abair, Christian Garrett, Saints lose 17-16 to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Brandon in Mississippi on our Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text lines. Go ahead, Brandon. You're on the point after. All right, what's going on, guys, man? Bobby, man, I'm just tired of it, man. Like, I don't know how much I can take of this. Uh, a lot of it not that guy, man. He's not that guy. There's too many Sundays I don't watch a lot of it, catch a ball. Amen. And when the hit comes, he, he dropped the ball. Like, he do this every, this every Sunday, man. I feel like if he could have made that catch on that toward the sideline, we could have at least got a field goal. Well, well, well it, it, Brandon, Brandon, let me keep it real. I'm going to keep it real in, in, in front of you and your boys and uh, all the Hoodat Nation. Chris Olave right now is a better version of Brandon Cook. Remember Brandon Cook? Oh, I don't know. I don't oh, know. okay, wait, so wait, so wait. No, because no, he is a thousand-yard receiver. But I noticed that um, Chris Olave, um, he very he Brandon Cooks like that he wants to catch the ball and fall down. I've watched a number of highlights and, and looking at the film that he'll catch the ball. He's not worried about yards after the catch because you know what? Sometimes it hurts when you get hit, and you know. Uh, uh, you know, Brandon Cooks is legal, little. I think Chris Olave is a little bigger. But as far as drop passes, I mean, uh, Brandon, you, you probably witnessed this. He's had at least a half and do- a dozen uh, crucial catches. Come on, the ball's hitting you in the hands. you got to catch it. Crucial. And every time the, the, a hit come, he it, it, like he, he hold it. And then once the hit comes, it's, it's out of his hand. Like, it's never a complete pass. Right. Like, it's right. Every, it's every time. Now, this is another one getting tired of, man. Like, like, why? Like, why you can't hold on to the ball? And even lines, like, that one hand, like, come on, bro. Yeah, you, you can't want it. Uh, the, uh, the game is won. The game is won if you catch that, that, that pass. Right, right. Listen, hey, Brandon, if you make a one-handed catch, great. 
But you got to secure the catch with two hands. I don't know. Jarvis Landry, he would tell you you got to make that play. Chris Olave, like I said, there's been half a dozen plus catches that he has to make. You just have to make. Brandon, Brandon, I I just think right now, and, uh, you know, just because he's a young rookie receiver and every uh, around the league, they always want to promote the young players, who's up and coming, who's MVP and all that. And and, and I look at, I don't know, and I'm objective. I think Chris Olave is very good, but he ain't great. I mean, he to ain't me, great. He, he's not no Michael Thomas. Right, right. Mike Thomas wasn't dropping no pass. Yeah, hey, yeah. Alvin yeah. Kamara, something's not right. Alvin Kamara not looking like Alvin Kamara these last couple weeks. Amen, amen. Hey, Brandon, you right on. He's not in the game, but what? But something's not going right, Alvin Kamara. And I won't tell the Saints fans, y'all need to get prepared. Cause I believe some of our third players on the Saints team, some, I believe somebody leave. I don't know who it is. Probably somebody going to get traded. I don't know. But I'm, I'm Brandon, it would not surprise me at all if the Saints move Alvin Kamara this offseason. Brandon, you have, a lot of wi- you have a lot of wisdom and you're being objective. Even we, we love Alvin Kamara and his production. But as of late, I mean, Alvin Kamara hadn't done jack. I don't know if he's worried about what's going to happen in Las Vegas and his future suspension. I, I mean, uh, look at this. Alvin Kamara averaged 2.2 yards a carry. Uh, come on. Yeah. Uh, I the mean, last game, all those fumbles he did that last yeah, game. Yeah, against the 49ers. I don't know. I think I like that. I think that court case got his mind going. I don't know. I think I, I mean, further, I would just sit him. I would just sit him rest of the season because uh, there's nothing he's doing. Uh, okay, let me tell you why Pete Carmichael, Alvin Kamara, or uh, we don't have no confidence compared to what we've done in the past, Brandon, because we've had the best offense in the Sean Payton and Drew Brees, and uh, Pete Carmichael's a part of that. We've always been able to run the ball. Well, you, you look at today. We ran the ball 25 times. You know, you want to get 30 carries. But we, we, we ran for 66 yards. 2.6 yard average. Kamara, 2.2 yards. Okay, the reason why I bring it up, Tampa Bay's run defense is not the run defense like the Saints run defense in past years. Where are they at right now? You know, Tampa Bay allowed 150 or more yards in five of the 11 games this season, and they went one and four in those games. Okay, again, I'm going to read that again. We had 66 yards, and Tampa Bay has allowed 150 or more yards rushing in five of the 11 games this season, and they went one and four in those games. And I'll tell you, we didn't even have confidence that we can run the ball against Tampa Bay considering what other teams has done to them this season. No, Brandon, I, I tell you what, um, I, I don't know where we at going forward, uh, but there's a lot of question marks. I look at what player can you say on our roster, even double D, DeMario Davis. I think DeMario Davis plays with a lot of heart. But what player could you say game in and game out is playing great for the Saints? Okay, you look like, okay, it could be an offensive lineman, D lineman, any position. Who truly this season is playing great and above beyond board? You could no say, one. you could say Pete Warner started out that way and he got hurt. And then you had Kay Nellis, uh, then all of a sudden, but he's an overachiever. But who else, like offensively, who could you say maybe is that guy? Nobody. Not no receiver. Not a tight end, not a lineman. Uh, and I think Andy Dalton, he is what he is in his career. There's nobody. 
Hey, they, listen, okay, the D-line, you look on the back end, no, I think Lattimore potentially has that ability, but then he's been hurt. So you don't have any production. So you look at all across the board, the back end, uh, the the front seven, linebackers, D-line. They, Christian, are we going to have anybody even make the Pro Bowl this year? I mean, I'm uh, sure Cam uh, will make it based on previous years. It's usually, no, no. it's usually a popularity contest. Well, you know the guy who's uh, who's uh, stepped up, and he wasn't even in damn training camp. Rashid Shaheen, Rashid Shaheen. I'm giving him the trophy. They could have a banquet. I'm giving Rashid the Heat the trophy for the uh, the best player for the team. Back to your calls when we return here on the point after on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Back here on the point after 17-16 Saints lose to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in a manner in which I don't know, hasn't been done in a long time. Man, I'm still shocked. I- I'm like, uh, what? How in the hell we lost that game? I am so disgruntled right now. I probably won't go to sleep till about four in the morning. Uh, I am so discouraged. I gotta go early in the morning, do a TV show in Homa. I gotta go to Mississippi do the second guess. I'm too old to be in, like involved. In you don't all expect this. me to feel sorry for you, do no, you? No, I, I don't feel sorry because I drink a bunch of coffee and I'm gonna get going. And then my, my blood—I'm worried about my blood pressure a little bit. I, I get—I mean, you gotta be freaking kidding me! No, that there's no way that the Saints—the task uh, uh, was there for the taking. We right there, and then you lay an egg. Come on. You never want to go into your bye week with a loss, but if you're going to lose like that, it might be good because this one ha- would have the potential to hang around till Wednesday or Thursday, and all of a sudden you lose another game. Patrick and, and Marrero on our Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text lines. Go ahead, Patrick. You're on the point after. Thank you for taking my calls, guys. I'm a I'm a simple country boy, and I'm a big Saints fan. I'm a, even a Dennis Allen and a, a quarterback fan, <clears throat> Andy Dalton. But I just got to tell you, um, you, you may not like it or you may not believe it, um, but I followed him when he was in Cincinnati, and I followed the coach when he was in Oakland. And the truth of the matter is I really think they're just janky. When it's all said and done with, uh, you know, you got to be not only good in this league, but you got to have some luck. And I've never found these two guys to have luck. Right, they have I bad luck. <laughs> yeah, no, no, they and have they have luck. Yeah, it's a country term, but they're just janky. <laughs> yeah, janky. And, uh, know, and Patrick, like you're saying, they have luck, but it ain't good. It's bad. <laughs> no, it's bad luck. Okay, go ahead, Patrick. Continue your point. You know, yeah, they've never been a winner, and we're going to see. Look, I agree with you. They're probably going to stick around. Well, that's not entirely true about Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton's won some games. He, he's 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 been in the playoffs five times now. Granted, he's zero and five, no. but nonetheless, he's he's won games. Well, well it's a different thing. Are, 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 are you a winner or are you a champion? See, uh, any fan base wants you to be a champion. You know, like like Drew Brees, uh, you, you got to win championships. Like all of a sudden, like uh, Joe Burrow, uh, the, the the Bengals fan base, they think, okay, he's going to bring us back to a Super Bowl. Now they got to win it. Uh, look, uh, the, the, the great like Jim Kelly, and uh, you, you look at the Bills. Now, when you think about this, what about in this day and age if you had like a team? And you, you, you want to talk about the Bills Mafia who is so hungry for a winner. The Bills under Jim Kelly, think about this. They went to four straight Super Bowls and lost every one. The one they should have won was against the Giants. What was his name? Was it Scott Christy. Nar- uh, no, Scott Norwood. No, no. What was the kicker? Uh, that for, 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 um, uh, yeah, Scott Norwood. Uh, who missed it? 
No, they, 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 but the other three, they should have lost. But they should have won that one. Against but, the Giants. Uh, yeah. But then they didn't. And so it's hard to get there. So give me Andy Dalton's a winning quarterback. He might not be the ultimate winner. He's way more a winner than Jameis Winston. When the hell Jameis Winston's ever won? What, he's like, he's trying to get the double-digit wins. He's never been wins. to the playoffs. That's what I'm saying. So you might say, uh, listen, and Jameis Winston and his camp, they might want to say, okay, we done with the Saints. Well, who in the hell is going to want you around the league? Somebody might want you because there's not enough quarterbacks. But they might say, okay, you can come here and, and see if you can be the man, but we ain't going to pay you. You're going to have to prove yourself. And then if you prove yourself and you achieve greatness, then we're going to pay you. The only one that i ever seen, like, truly, talk about having your cake and eat it, too, or from a negative perspective, get in trouble. And Deshaun Watson, how he got rewarded. Uh, that's unusual. Usually you do not see that happen. It's more like Russell Wilson. and well, then, the uh, ultra-talented, the ultra-talented ultra get more breaks than the average-talented ones. Yes, that, 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 that's a great that's point. That's not just in football. That's in life. Yeah, yeah, uh, the, the, the same thing. Uh, look, uh, okay, what are the 49ers going to do? They got a great team. Who's going to be uh, the next quarterback? Baker Mayfield hopes he can land with the 49ers. You know what? Uh, because it's a great supporting cast. But who has won besides Jimmy G and Coach Shanahan with the 49ers? Nobody. Uh, they might want to put somebody else. They, they, they ain't won. Now, they ain't ultimately won the Super Bowl, but it's all different levels of winning. Or are you truly relevant? Or can you get to the championship game? There ain't too many Pat Mahomes out there or like Joe Burrow types. Again, you look at even Allen uh, with uh, with the Bills. Josh oh, Allen. Uh, Josh Allen, okay. I mean, what have they won? Now, they, they hope to win something. They have expectations. But they haven't won anything. You know, he's even a poorer version of, of, of Justin Allen. It's like uh, Justin uh, Herbert. You mean, jo- you mean Josh Allen? Justin Josh Allen, Herbert. Justin Herbert. Go, Bobby. Yeah, Justin Herbert. What has he done with the Chargers? He's awesome, but he ain't one Jack. Bobby and Christian, the point after here on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. 17-16, Saints lose to the Tempe Buccaneers. Point after here on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Team captain and Saints All-Pro defensive end Cameron Jordan spoke to the media following the gut-wrenching loss to the Bucks. Uh, I mean, Tom Brady is Tom Brady. He was meticulous and stayed to the plan of his dink and dunk mentality. I mean, he had the one prayer that he sailed out there and got bailed out with the flag, and, you know, that was it's costly. Um, I think, you know, defense made some plays today, and we got to be able to capitalize on everything. I think there's still some more out there. I think that, you know, the tip ball from myself, I could have I could have had an interception there. I would have... Uh, put us in a position to win. I think that, um, you know, Shai Tello got his hand on the ball. If he could have turned that into another turnover, whatever it is, we have to put it on ourselves to try and get another turnover. Um, I think WD with that interception in a crucial situation was, was phenomenal. I think that, um, you know, Carl Grandison was holding the edge the way he was supposed to because, you know, if they're going to run and cut up uh, opposite of, of where I'm at, then other defensive men have to make those type of plays. Um, I think that guys had uh, had had their plan of attack, and I think Tom just stuck to it. Again, he just got the ball out as fast as he could because it wasn't like we weren't getting there. I mean, 
last two games are getting there and it's just balls out. You can't, you can't stop those. Um, so whatever it is, it's frustrating as hell to not come out with the win when you're up 16 to three in the fourth and you lose whatever the score finished up being. Um, that's been sort of the story of the, of the year. Um, and that shit's not winning football. You, uh, you guys obviously came into this game not having given up on that season and fire and energy and confidence and all that. I mean, it's going to be a lot harder to do that now because of all that was I have no idea. I have no idea. Um, we're going to go in tomorrow and figure out whatever is what, what's what. We're going to have to continue fighting. For me, I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put my blood out there each and every time I hit the field. Uh, I only know one way to play football. Um, for everybody else, I know we feel the same way. Um, we're going to keep, keep on fighting. I mean, there's four opportunities left. Uh, nobody knows what's going to happen. Um, statistics will tell you we may be whatever it is, but I'm going to tell you that everybody in this team feels like we're still fighting. We're still swinging. We're still chipping away. Uh, chips ain't going to get it done. I mean, we've been chipping away at three-quarters of the games for it's six or seven of them that we've lost. We've got to be able to finish out the entire game. We say that's not winning football. What, what is it that sticks out in that phrase this season? Uh, you know, crucial plays that we're not coming up on. You have you have Tom Brady right there. If we come up with the sack, that's game over. If we come up with the interception, one more interception, that's another chance for us to put points on the board. Um, you know, these penalties sometimes can hurt us. Uh, anytime you miss a red zone penalty, it's amplified. Uh, we have to be able to I can't say clean it up. We are 13 games in. It has to be gone by now. Uh, I'm going to put it on us as a team rather than what Tampa Bay did. We gave them this win. Tim, as a player, how do you kind of process that? You don't. Yeah. <laughs> it hurts. Um, <laughs> you, don't, you don't process anything. This i got to go into a bye week knowing that we should have beat this team the first time. We should have beat this team this time. We should have beat Carolina. We should have beat a lot of other teams. We didn't. Right now, this is the facts. This is what we're facing. We're beyond an uphill battle. We've got to swing our way out of these last four games. And like, what about it when it is like those little details that show up week after week? And then this week it's a 12 man in the huddle. Like, you know, it just kind of feels like something like that happens every week. And we're going to keep on preaching details. We're going to keep on focusing on the process. Um, clearly, the end game is not what, what's what we're happy about. But the process has to still be create more turnovers. We talked about it for the last couple of weeks. How we guys are coming out of the stack, guys are coming after the ball, guys are going top down punch out. We finally get one. We talk about we need more turnovers. We had two tonight. We have to find a way. If we can get two, we can get three. Figure it out. We got to we, we got to be better as or as best as we can be. We got to be more than what we are. Did it feel like this game was yours, or it always it? feels like this game is mine? But this is a game that is four quarters. This is a game that's sixty minutes. I've never not been in the game and felt like I've we've lost a game and I've looked up and be like, how the hell are we down two touchdowns? Because it felt like we were beating the brakes off these people. Just because your your reality is I'm winning my one-on-ones or I'm winning whatever it is, this is a team game. This is 60 minutes of football, 11 versus 11, and the reality is we're not winning these games right now. We're 4-8, and 4-9. I don't even – we have four wins in the win column. <laughs> this is clearly not winning football. Saints All-Pro defensive end Cam Jordan being about as candid as you can be. Yep. You, well, heard, well, him say, you heard him say there that, that chipping is no longer going to do it. they got to – they got to learn how to finish, and I don't well, know if they're gonna. You have to look in the mirror, but it's, it's too late. You should have looked in the mirror, uh, you know, in previous games, and uh, you got to hold yourself accountable and your teammates accountable. 
And uh, I thought this is an awesome text. This is from 46 to uh, 4669. Y'all want accountability? Somebody, whether it's the media or whatever, uh, somebody needs to ask Mark Ingram why he ran out of bounds. Take into account everything uh, when the game's on the line and what occurred. That's one of the most boneheaded uh, things that ever happened in a football game. Come on, man. I mean, and, and I think that's true. And then also you look at the running back room, and you got to hold the running backs uh, accountable. Now they need a block for him up front. Then he goes on to say, uh, Kamara hitting the sideline harder than the dude he hit in Vegas. It's kind of Franco Harris-like. Listen, I know Alvin Kamara is maybe trying to stay healthy. A lot of times, do you think, you know who, the, who that nation misses? Now, maybe they didn't last long enough. I think uh, I think Chris Ivory got compensated. But do you remember Chris Ivory and Kyrie Robinson? He wasn't getting out of bounds. What? No, uh, they run and slap over you, and they were going to bring it game in and game out. That's two Saints players since 2006, since I've been doing this. They ain't nobody ran harder. Now, you know, the deuce was in Pierre. that number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Pierre was more nifty. Yeah. No, Kyrie Robinson and Chris Ivory, Christian, uh, they, they were, players were fearful of attacking them because they were worried about getting a bad headache. Chuck B. in Mid-City, I see you coming back to your calls. Blake, Keith, Wayne, Matt, Brandon, Steve, and Ed. This is the point after here on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at HERO.CO. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf and the metronome of your life, baseball. 
Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Bobby and Christian back here on the point after. Saints lose 17-16 in an unimaginable loss, if there is such a word, whatever. Is that frustrating? Chuck B. in Mid-City on our Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text lines. You're on the point after, Chuck B. What's up, fellas? Um, I've called very sparingly this season and on purpose. I've I noticed to kind that. of lay back and, and observe things. And I'm actually just a little, little leeway here. I'm not going to be long, man. But I, I listened to all the comments you guys made and other calls and so forth. You talked about players in terms of the talent that we have or don't have. You talked, Bobby, you talked about, you know, who who who's out there that that's a, a a recognized name on our roster, right? That would be in somebody's All Star game where you say we don't have those players, right? You talk about guys who be being accountable and not accountable and going out of bounds and, and the mistakes made and everything. All those things come down to front office in terms of the players that you keep, the players that you that you that you are able to acquire, as well as managing and having the players that you do have uh, ready in terms of mindset and scheme and everything on board, as well as your coaches being able to coach these guys too. If I'm on the field and I make a mistake or I run a bounds of web and I'm coming back to the sideline, there is no Mike Singletary. There is no, there's no personality that I am respectful of because of their championship rings or pedigree or their, their, their skins on the wall that I, that I have fear to come back to the sideline and face. Amen. Mm-hmm. You Amen. are on fire, Chuck No, 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 no. Chuck B, that's 100%. So, so, so you talk, I, I listened to Deion Sanders today just at a press conference. That's the coach I want. You, Bob, you talked about giving somebody a second chance. You guys talk about, you know, Jameis Winston, and he won't right. have an opportunity to play here. But yet we got a coach who hasn't put – back-to-back wins on, in just a regular season. So why would uh, ownership want to keep a mediocre coach if we're trying to get a team back to a next level? And I can appreciate the 16 years that we've had since Katri- since him came, coming on after Katrina. Yeah, since Katrina, right, right. right. Okay, it's been 16, 17 years 16 now. years, and, yeah. But, okay, but, but, but check this out. Even, in, even with Sean Payton, we got one Super Bowl ring. With all the talent that we had a pile. And we should have went to the, three the Super Bowls. Team, team okay, yeah. so so I understand that you need luck and you need all the things to kind of line up as, as right. well to right. be successful, but you at least want to be able to be there year after year. And so we've kind of come to the point where, you know, that's kind of going by. you got to rebuild and redo it. If they're talking about coming back with the same Dennis Allen and staff, I'm sorry. No one is going to respect that. If I'm a player... If you're looking for players, and you got you got players, and then you got playmakers, well, right? Well, well, well and, and, and you know, Chuck B, what ends up happening? And uh, listen, change can be good, but people a lot of times, uh, if they're comfortable in their job, uh, they don't necessarily embrace change or they want change. Okay, so let's say Sean Payton. Okay, uh, I, I, my time's up here, and I'm moving on. And if you're Mickey Loomis. And the Saints organization. 
you like things to be status quo. And you don't want to rock the boat because you affect a lot of people's lives. But sometimes you just have to rock the boat. Okay, what I mean by that. So let's say Mickey uh, would have taken the approach right there on Airline Highway. Uh, I'm going to go in a different direction. And uh, I'm going to go outside the building. uh, And I'm going to hire a coach that doesn't have any connection to the Saints. You know what ends up happening? A lot of people lose their jobs. A lot of people lose their jobs, and that coach comes in there. I'm going to bring in my own people and do what I want to do. So I think Mickey's a good person and wants to have everything status quo. Can we keep this going, this winning atmosphere? But not everybody's the same. Listen, Dennis Allen's Dennis Allen, Sean Payton, Sean Payton. The bottom line is you got to win. If you don't win, it's nothing personal. Then you make changes. Dennis Allen... Pete Carmichael are NFL coaches. Look at their resume. How many years they've coached at a high level in the NFL. Now, their responsibilities and where they're at. Listen, if you're a football coach, if you're a football coach, let's say, like, I'm going to be a lifer in New Orleans, then you're an idiot. Let me tell you why you're an idiot. Because you don't stay in one place. You're like a military brat. Any coaches... Okay, look at Coach Kelly. You know, in Notre Dame, you come to LSU, everybody moves, you go north, south, east, west. My roommate, Coach O. Coach O, I can go from Coach O, go from northwest Louisiana to McNeese, McNeese State, to University of Arkansas, uh, to University of Miami, to you. Uh, going even like the Nickel State and Thibodeau, going to Syracuse, going to USC, coming to the Saints, going to University of Tennessee, going to LSU. And now where he's at, I don't know what he's going to do in the future, but he's been compensated. No, you don't stay in one place. So that's why you can't worry about rocking a, a boat and maybe changing a lot of different their lives, different people's lives. Let me tell you, a guy like Pete Carmichael, and look where he's been. All of a sudden, he was hooked up with Drew Brees with the charges, had great success, came along with Drew, with Drew Brees, with Sean Payton. Look at his success. That combination, three-headed monster. They were so successful, you know, wanted to be a part of that and got described as an Ivy League school. Jameis Winston. Oh, I want to be part of the education between Sean Payton, Pete Carmichael, and Drew Brees, right? Mm-hmm. When he first came here. So that doesn't mean you're here for the rest of your life if you still want to coach. You might have to be willing to move. There's nothing wrong with that. You got to understand that coach. Look at look at Coach Payton's mentor, Bill Parcells. Look at all the different teams. Everybody remembers Bill Parcells with Lawrence Taylor from the get go with the New York Giants. Look at all the different teams that Bill Parcells coached since that occurred. Come on, that's a Sean Payton. That's where he's at right now. Jets, Patriots, Cowboys, Dolphins. Well, he was the uh, front office with the Dolphins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, he's, he's still part of a different team. Yeah. You move in north, south, east, west. Let me ask you this, yeah, real quickly. So, Sean Payton had a certain personality. Dennis Allen's not that personality. But you know who's who was laid back and won a Super Bowl? Tony Dungy. So don't tell me. Laid, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. It's his personality. Nah, I mean, Tony Dungy wasn't a big yeller and screamer, a rah rah guy. But he was an accountability guy. Yeah, he, he, he was a defensive coach, and he, he held you accountable. Uh, but, but Christian, he wasn't necessarily a lifer. 
He, no, no, no. I'm just, yeah, yeah. I'm just he trying to address. He was one that he parlayed that success into the TV gig he has now. Yeah, but I'm just trying to relay the fact that you don't have to have a Sean Payton dominant alpha personality to win a Super Bowl or to have success. You don't. Tony Dungy had success without being that way. There's a myriad of ways of, uh, of leading. Uh, a lot of ways to skin a cat. Yeah. You've got to win. There's yeah, a myriad of yeah. ways. That leaders are coming all shapes and sizes and different styles. And, you know, you can be laid back and have success. Well, look, look at Andy Reid with the Chiefs. I, I think he seems like he's laid back, right? Yeah. Uh, but he seems like he has a lot of wisdom. He draws mustaches on players' faces. While but he has a lot of wisdom. Look at commercial. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to get to the bottom of this. This yeah. is the point I have to hear <laughs> on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. All right, as we wrap up the show, Bobby, what's on the text line? Well, Chris, this reminds me, and, and I hate to bring this up because it, it's just it's so mind-boggling. Like, what the hell just happened? This is the regular season version of the Minnesota Miracle. And this is from uh, 1709. The Ingram out are just bailing out instead of cutting up field, staying in bounds, getting the first down. The Ingram out makes the... Uh, Minnesota miracle looked normal. No, it was it was both like, what the f just happened? You know, like look at Marcus Williams. What is the fix on? No, but it just looks like I'm telling you that was that impactful of a play to influence the outcome. Now, the Minneapolis miracle, be uh, the Minnesota miracle, however they call it, that was a playoff game. But as far as regular season to keep the team relevant. You had to win this game. So Mark Ingram, I mean, I'm almost feeling right now he's the all-time leading Saints rusher. He needs to give back uh, uh, that. He gets to give back those yards and that trophy to Deuce uh, because uh, th- this is a negative check against him. And I'm telling you, uh, and I'm not judging anybody's character, but I think he was so shocked what he just did that he took a knee. Look at the film, look at the game, and what occurred on that play in the run. I'm not saying he didn't tweak his knee, but it's not like he just uh, blew his knee to smithereens and then he just face-planted. No, you could face-plant going forward and stay in bounds instead of going out of bounds and then they're just taking the, oh, my knee's hurt, I can't go back in the game. He knew he screwed up. He knew, like, what the hell did I, I, I think I messed up really bad. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification here on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Speaking of Tony Dungy, he tweets two hours ago, somebody will have to tell me what the Saints were thinking in the last five minutes of the game. Running out of bounds short of the first down, throwing an incompletion on third (laughs) one, single covering Evans on a 40-yard pass interference, second down sack, very strange decision-making. There's your criticism of the coaching staff. That's not coming from Bobby or me. That's, That's coming from Tony Dungy. Super Bowl winning coach. Head football head coach. coach. Yeah. So it begs a question. It just there's a lot of a lot of things to question. We'll squeeze in a final phone call tonight. If we don't get to you, call Bobby and Mike on the second guest tomorrow. Actually today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Today will be uh, I got a long day, gonna be doing a TV show in Homer tomorrow, and I'll be in Mississippi at the Silver's Liver tomorrow night, the second guest. So it's a long day, but listen, I ain't going to sleep anyway, so I, I, I might as well just talk to you all and, and just get that therapy in uh, that way because uh, it's going to be a long day, but I am right now, cannot sleep. I'll be tossing and turning and they're like, what the hell just happened? How did we lose this game? If you're Mark Ingram, how, do you, how are you sleeping tonight? Mm, 
I guess, I don't know, you kiss your babies or your wife uh, because you can't go embrace your teammates. They might say, man, dude, what were you thinking? What were you thinking? Or maybe you weren't thinking. Or maybe you're trying to save yourself for the future. Save yourself? No, we got to win this game to be relevant in the future. It ain't saving nothing. No, Dennis Allen, to me, Dennis Allen should have called out Mark Ingram. And in say, media? in the media, okay, he's like, oh, well, he was hurt. He was hurt, but he could fall forward and stay in bounds instead of going out of bounds, short of the marker, and taking a knee. He made a deliberate cut to get out of bounds. You yes. Can watch it. Yeah, yeah. It's like Franco Harris. I mean, everybody would blame Franco Harris with the Steelers. Everybody heard that if you're old school football. Oh, Franco Harris. Oh, let me just go out of bounds. Let me just go out of bounds. I think too many of our running backs are doing that. Okay, let me let me just save myself. What? Come on. Well, this one's going to be. We need uh, Kyrie, Robinson, uh, Kyrie Robinson and Chris Ivory. They ain't saving themselves. This one is going to go down in Saints history and not in a good way. Not in a good way. Tom Brady, his largest regular season comeback victory in his career. The other one came into playoffs in the Super Bowl against the Falcons. Against Atlanta. Whoa. Listen, Blake, Keith, Wayne, Matt, Brandon, Ed, Steve, I don't have time to get to you. I apologize. It's been a frustrating night, I'm sure. Thanks for your patience for holding on. Call Bobby and Mike on the second guess. One like Charlie Long at Master Control. Over. Operations and brand manager Diane Newman. And our network affiliates down the line. I'm Christian Garrick. Simplify. I'm out. Bobby, do you think? All right. I can tell you right now, I think the party's over, and it might not be until uh, 2024 where the party might be over. I'm saying you might have to have a lot of patience. Hopefully, that's not the case. But bon nuit, les gens. Good night, people. Who that? Damn, Saints, you piss me off. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. 
Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.